0: I have no idea what Colin just said because I had to ex- leave the room, but I'm going with Jonathan Taylor.
1: <gasps> <gasps> We're keeping. Can do that today? That's the uh-huh. intro. That's the intro. That is <laughs> the intro. Welcome back to the 31st episode of Clubhouse Combos. Uh, it's your host, Colin. Missed the Gridiron pod this week. It, I texted today. It feels foreign. Uh, it feels like I haven't done a pod in forever, so I'm happy to be back. Joined by Evan tonight. How are we? I'm good. Glad to have you back. Uh, good weekend. Nice
2: talking to you until 4.15 yes. a.m. on Friday night. That was, Late that was talk, good talk
1: in, in the yep. kitchen. Uh, the room is well lit today for probably the first time ever in your dorm. Oh, I know. I turned on the main light. can see your face. I know. Perfect. Newman, how are we tonight? Looks like you're slumped on the bed, possibly.
3: I am. on. I'm always on the bed when we do these now. It's pretty comfy. (laughs)
1: Lazy fuck. (laughs) Yeah. Dan, how are you tonight? Pretty good.
0: Excited uh, to record another podcast.
1: Yeah. Uh, Before we get into it, I have to say, Dan and I were talking pre-show. What a beautiful day today was. Absolutely. First like real fall day uh, what what are your season ranks real quick before we get into the pod What's the best well, season I would say of
3: the best come on
1: I don't I think falls a
2: little overrated I'm kind of ready for winter who's not ready for some Christmas music uh, some some
1: holiday spirit you I'm ready. like my mother I'm ready yeah. who I know doesn't listen shout out my mom though. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I have to go with the fall just because like it means football season. I love the cold air and I do have to go with Christmas. I love, or I guess winter.
1: I love Christmas time. I go fall, spring, summer, winter. I think spring's over. I don't
0: know if it's spring, even actually
1: spring. Spring doesn't exist anymore. No, that's fair. It just goes go from like 50 summer, to summer. 80 right away. Yeah. But anyways.
2: Also, wait real quick, Colin, before you carry on, shout out to my mom for her birthday today. Oh my god, I gotta text her.
1: What's the I, well,
2: I, I almost forgot until like 2 p.m. So I felt like a terrible sun, but it's okay.
1: You just said you were busy with classes. Texting yeah. her as we speak. Um, go. Go. let's let's roll into some wildcard talk. I'll pause my texting. Uh exactly one week left, I believe, in the regular season. Um, AL East has heated up. The Rays have clinched their division, the White Sox have clinched the AL Central, and the Brewers have clinched the NL Central. Outside of that, though, three three divisions up for grabs. Um, but obviously the wild card is probably the most interesting race right now. The Yankees came into Boston, swept the Sox Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They now hold the first wild card. Red Sox, is it half a game back? One. It's one full game. And then the Jays, a oh, game man. and a half back of them. Um, Red Sox definitely have the easiest schedule. Orioles, Nationals. Yankees have Jays-Rays, and Jays have Rays-Twins, I believe. Um, So, it's a tough week ahead, especially for the Yankees. How do we see this one shaking up? Uh, We'll go to Evan first, sorry.
2: Well, that's a huge series um, between those two teams. And, like, I don't know. I think if you're a Red Sox fan, you really hope it's not a sweep for one. Well, actually, maybe you would because then it would kind of replace – the other team and and all you have to do is beat the Orioles and then it's looking a lot better so take back what I said I'm hoping for a sweep I really don't care who it is I think the Sox like once you're in you're in you have a chance to beat anybody on a given day especially in a wild card game so um I have to wait until we get there but uh yeah I'm hoping for a sweep uh in that series
1: either way doesn't matter to me so you don't care who we face nope Newman, what are prefer. your thoughts as a non-Red Sox fan? I know you, maybe well, you're thinking the Mariners could get in.
3: Well, as a not yeah, as a non-Red Sox fan, I'm disappointed that y'all got swept because it made our path so fucking difficult. Now we could have been like one back of the Yankees, but y'all fucked it, or the Joe West fucked it. Joe uh, West really back.
1: fucked it. Can we talk that about was, that after?
3: Oh, absolutely, that was brutal. But I mean, don't count out the Mariners yet. We have the Angels and the A's left. Uh, we've won eight of our last 10, but we're going to need a lot of help. Um, unfortunately, it's probably going to involve beating out the Red Sox. So I guess we'll see how that goes. But it's going to be an exciting fucking week of baseball. Go Orioles, I guess. <laughs> uh, Dan, your thoughts?
0: Um, I guess I'm disappointed. I came on this podcast last week and said I thought the playoff teams were kind of set in stone with the uh, Red Sox in Toronto. But the Red Sox go out and, like, kind of a I guess a goose egg I mean they put up runs but like I don't know It was pretty disappointing to watch uh last night you got lucky with some of the drops from the Yankees and then you kind of just Garrett Richards just blew the game uh Joe West Joe West did blow the game but I mean you don't want to leave it up to the umpires I mean you just want to handle business and I mean I think Boston's going to make it I am worried but I do believe Boston will make it given their schedule being one of the easiest in baseball
1: yeah, I think we're going to make it, but I'm terrified for the game. Uh, if it's the Yankees, I feel like we have a no chance after this weekend. Uh, that was Evaldi. They ripped through Friday night. He lasted two innings. Saturday, Sunday, what's new? It's bullpen implosion for the Red Sox. They have leads. It's tie game. Late in the game, they do what they do. They walk guys, they hit guys, and then they give up home runs. I mean, I'm nervous. I know any game, any day. But if it's Evaldi against the Yankees or, or, or is it sale um, and like even the Blue Jays, those bats are extremely hot right now too. You don't want to see Robbie Ray. You don't want to see Garrett Cole. You know, that's what you're getting. Um, I don't know. It's going to be tough for the Red Sox, even if they win out and, and they get that one seed in the home field, it's going to be tough.
2: A couple of points uh, in response to your, uh, everybody's response. Um, Stanton, what a series he had, electric homer after electric homer. Even as a Sox fan, you watch the videos, you hear Michael Kay's call of the Grand Slam. Like you just get chills, like huge moments for the Yankees and and really their season hangs in the balance. Um, Adam Ottavino has struggled mightily of late. That was my second point. I'm starting not to really be able to trust him. Imploded last night uh, with the double for Judge and then the homer for Stanton. So I'm starting not to really be able to trust him. Uh, in, in his last month. I mean, he's got a seven, five, six ERA and he was their best reliever uh, for like the past two months. So bullpen scares me. I think they need a good start in the wildcat in the wild card game. If they get there. I That's don't huge. trust
1: anyone outside of Whitlock and Hulk most of the time. And I think Houck is going to be in that wild card game. That's going to be huge if he can give us those two, three innings. Um, but if Whitlock, Whitlock's not back, who do you yeah. – even if we have a lead, who do you give that knife to? If we can make it there.
2: I don't even fucking know. It's a shit show.
1: Probably Richards, but I don't even feel good about that. I'd say
2: Barnes. I'd say Barnes.
1: I almost uh, want to say Barnes, too. It's just like has to be. do what you know. Yeah. has to be Barnes. For the I'm majority the of the year. Cover. How's what he pitching to back?
0: I said I'm out on Garrett Richards. I, I don't like him. I know he's had some success, but I'm just out on him. I don't
1: want him pitching anymore. Barnes has struggled. My it way. looks like Barnes gave up some runs to the Mets. You know, you know what it might be? It might be Ryan Brazier. He comes in last night, gives you the, finishes the eighth, gives you a scoreless ninth, and Cora trusts him. I mean, that goes back to the 2018 run. So it might be Brazier. Um Couple other baseball things to touch upon, real quick. Cardinals have won what 16 in a row now. Mm-hmm. They have a day off today. Um, they have secured that wild card spot pretty much. I, nobody really is going to catch them. I don't think they're too hot right now. Um, I know Evan and I both picked them to beat the Dodgers in the lineup card. I think it was two weeks ago. Um, mm-hmm. Dan and Connor, would you like to join that board? Join that train? Yes, I would. Newman?
0: I,
3: I picked the Dodgers from the beginning. I'll stick with them. But the Cardinals, holy shit, what a run they're on. Tyler O'Neill is a strong fucking human being. I um, might
1: keep him. And vent, like, I am really torn on, many on many who to times.
3: keep. He's unbelievable. And fucking Gallegos, since taking over the closer role, has been unbelievable. So, like, yeah,
1: fuck that fuck bullpen is saves. ridiculous. Lost Alex Reyes. Yeah, fuck
3: your saves. Yeah.
1: They've been phenomenal. Goldschmidt has been amazing. Arenado's red hot.
3: Yeah. uh,
2: Harrison Bader's the number one player in fantasy over the last week, uh, hitting 517 with 10 runs, three homers. One of the streakier players in baseball. They're a streaky fucking team, which is why I like them in a one-game type playoff if they can keep this up. Uh, The lineup's legit. Wainwright's legit. Wainwright pitching in the ninth against the Dodgers already this year. Beat them like Cardinals are are for real. Goldschmidt, what a year he's had. What a second half. Like, I don't want to play them at all. And the The bullpen – The crazy thing is they have clarity too. Yeah, is he healthy? Newman, I know you're Uh, –
3: He he threw the first inning on Friday, and he gave up two runs and was pulled. Uh, But he was only going to pitch the first inning anyway, so they're kind of working him back.
1: If he can get back into shape in the next – week and a half, two weeks, that would be huge if they were to get through that wild-card game. Mm-hmm. Um, the story all- is
2: just too perfect, though, in a wild-card game. Wainwright, 40 years old, Yadier Molina catches them. They win 16 straight games down the stretch, could be even more. You know, Dodgers now two back, like, the, the super team, like, I don't know. Something seems to be brewing there. Um, I don't know. We'll see.
1: Yeah, uh, that's all I had for baseball. If there's anything else you guys had, um, we'll move on to our NBA rankings. Similar to last week's NHL playoff rankings, we are going to do our top eight NBA teams this year. Um, so Dan, I'll throw that over to you. I just throw through the share play to you uh, to pull up the graphics.
0: Give me one second while I try and pull these up. I kind of no rush.
1: This was a right. uh, a little bit of a tricky assignment. I feel like there are a lot of good teams in the NBA this year. Definitely. Yeah, that Western Conference, holy fucking shit. Yeah, West is tough. Plus, right. I don't know about
2: you guys. I feel like I forgot, like, some of the moves in the offseason.
1: Me too.
0: Yeah, I had to go back and, like, look up at, like, what everybody's, like, starting five or, like, at least, like, seven best players are going to be and kind of went off of these, so –
1: but um, uh, should we do the same as last week? We'll do East, the four of us, then West, the four of us.
0: Yeah, we can do that. So the order is just going sort to of be Connor, Evan, then me, and then Colin.
3: Oh, does this mean I got mine in first?
0: Um, Actually, no, Colin did, but I didn't feel like putting myself first.
1: So. Let's go. You we got him in
0: second, last. I'm sure. You were last. So I'm oh, actually,
3: I, yeah. I actually did them this morning. I just forgot to send them to you, but whatever. All right. My East. So I have Brooklyn at one and Milwaukee at two. I think those are kind of going to be the consensus top two, I would hope. Um, And then it kind of gets a little mixy. Like the East is kind of up for grabs, I'd say, compared to the West. I mean, the West is fucking ridiculous. So I have Miami at three. Love the Lowry acquisition to play with Butler. Uh, I have Atlanta at four. I have our Celtics at five. I actually saw an article today that had the Celtics not even in the playoffs, which I thought was fucking ridiculous.
1: Um, I mean, it's not entirely out of the question if they slump badly and someone else gets hot. But, yeah, I would say they're definitely nah, making I, it. I think they at least get in, like,
3: seven or eight. Um, I have Chicago at six. It seems like they brought in, like, five or six different pieces, like Caruso and what else? Lonzo Ball, right?
1: Paul yeah, DeRozan. DeRozan
3: a full year of yeah. Lucevic so yeah a ton of pieces there if they can put it all together they're gonna to be scary and the Sixers at seven I mean no Ben Simmons it's looking like not that he really provided much for the team anyway but like <laughs> I don't know I don't think they have it this year and I threw Charlotte a bone at eight I think Lamello's a budding star I mean he's fantastic already better than Lonzo in my opinion so I think they'll be able to to squeak in over a team like the Pacers
2: Yeah, Newman, we look pretty similar. Uh, Brooklyn won. Brooklyn had a great offseason. Patty Mills, one of the most underrated uh, signings there. He'll do wonders. Kept a lot of players. Milwaukee, you know, same core as last year. I love Atlanta. Um, I think they have one of the better starting fives in in basketball. Capella's a stud. John Collins, uh, Trey Young, Bogdanovich. And Herder, just a young, really talented team. Boston, I like Boston this year. I like the coaching change. I think uh, it, it was good. I think Brad needed to go, and I really hope that uh, Tatum and Brown really have you know career years this year. Uh, Philly, Philly's always going to be good. Doc Rivers is there. Uh, they're they're they've been one of the best home teams in basketball. Um, Embiid's always going to be an MVP candidate if he stays healthy. Um, Miami. Um, Miami's interesting because I don't know, like they made some good ads, but I just think the Miami's days are behind them. I thought that they would get swept by Milwaukee. I, I, I don't know. I just, I'm not a big fan of Jimmy Butler. Um, Newman brought up the points about Chicago, like they'll be in this year. And then Rick Carlisle is the new Pacers coach. Um, obviously Sabonis, Turner. Uh, I like the pieces there. So Indiana's my eight. All
0: right. Um, so I had Milwaukee at one. <clears throat> I just kind of feel like these super teams and the Nets and Lakers. I feel like they kind of coast um, during the regular season. Never end up usually being like a one seed. So that's really the only reason I usually don't put like e- example the Brooklyn Nets at one. So I think Milwaukee, they're going to be one. Then Brooklyn two. Uh, I like what Miami did in the off season. So I got them at three. Atlanta. I like Trey Young. Um, followed by Chicago. I had the Knicks in here. I kind of like what they have. Uh, I maybe didn't agree with the contract that they gave Kemba Walker and Evan Fournier, but they're still going to be decent players. Um, if Kemba Walker could stay healthy, but I think this they'll definitely be a playoff team this year. And then the Sixers, like we said, they're good in the regular season. I don't think Ben Simmons is going to be on this roster. And then I have the Celtics at eight. Earlier in the day, I didn't have him in the playoffs. I just – I'm not getting a good vibe. You wow. lost Brad Stevens. I don't like Al Horford being your center. Um, Robin Williams, or Robert Williams can't stay healthy. So, I, I don't know. I'm not a high on the Celtics. Um, so, that's why I got them at eight.
1: Yeah, uh, similar to Connor and Evan, I have Nets Bucks. Uh, I have 76ers, three. I think Embiid is just unstoppable when he's healthy. Um, I like their surrounding pieces. Tobias Harris is still really underrated. And even if you don't have Ben Simmons, like, if he's not playing, they'll trade him. They'll get something for him. Um, like seventy or, sorry, not 76, just Trailblazers. Like, I've seen a ton of McCollum, Simmons, swaps. I think McCollum would be great on that team. Um, I have Atlanta at four, to Evan's point. I like them a lot. Trey Young is so clutch. Um I feel like they just win like a lot of really close games. Um, Miami five loved their off season. Um, felt like they had one of the better off seasons, even though a lot of money was spent on guys they already had. I feel like locking up that core was huge for them um, to really pursue this window that they seem to think they have over the next five ish years. Um, Celtics to dance points. Like I'm not super high on them either this year. I know you have the Jays who provide all the star power and the scoring, but I don't know. I don't love the depth. Um, Some young guys need to step up. If young guys play well, they could easily be in the top four. Um, Knicks, again, to Dan's point, I like them this year. Um, I couldn't leave them out of it. Uh, Even if Fournier and Kemba are overpaid, we saw what Fournier can do when he's healthy and playing well. He was really good for us last year. And Kemba, like if if they can get decent minutes out of him, they have dark Rose off the bench. Like they're gonna be a decent team still. And obviously, I love Chicago. Talked about them a lot on the pod. Um, I snuck them in as my eight. I, I feel like the East is pretty strong this year too. No comments. Uh, I,
2: mean, I, don't know. I don't know. It's always bad. It's always worse than the
1: West. Yeah. yeah. Uh, should I do my west?
0: Yeah, we'll go on. Yeah, yeah
1: we'll All snake right. it back. I have Lakers at one. Um, as long as the three of them stay healthy, they should be almost unbeatable, even if they don't have like the greatest depth. Yeah, I know they signed a lot of vets, a lot of guys are old, but like those guys know how to win in this league. That the Lakers are really, in my opinion, the favorite this year if everything stays healthy. Uh, I have Suns at two. Love Chris Paul, love Devin Booker. That team didn't change much. Monty Williams, such a good coach. Um, I have Nuggets at three. Similar to Embiid, like Jokic is unstoppable. They just locked up MJP today into a huge deal. Um, Got the max, which was kind of surprising, but he's going to be a star if he keeps trending this way. You get Murray back. Um, They're a great team. Jazz at four like hurts me a little bit because I love the Jazz, but I think that's just how good the West is um again not much has changed great depth in utah um i love snyder clippers at five hard to deny kawaii when he's healthy top five player in the league paul george had a really good year last year um so i think clippers are going to be in there. warriors they get clay back this year at some point sounds like january um steph is just a superstar when clay comes back They're going to be great. I think the rookies they got this year, I don't know their names, but um, I liked that they kept those picks. It keeps our window open for as long as Steph can play like this. And to build that window when Steph is not as good, these guys will be ready. um, And they'll know what winning's like. I think Steph is going to get one more somehow, some way. They'll figure it out. Um, Dallas at seven, again, kind of hurts me. Luka is so good, but the West is just so good. Uh, and Portland is my eight, can't deny Dame. And if they get Simmons, Dame and, Dame and Simmons could be good together.
0: Yeah, um, I kind of agree with uh, at least the bottom of your rankings were pretty similar, but um, I have the Jazz at number one, um, kind of like a similar theory. Um, I don't know, it's just when it comes to my NBA predictions, I, I don't think the super team like the Lakers, they're sort to coast at some points during the year. And I think it'll lead them to be like a two, the two seed. Um, no denying that they're one of the best teams in the NBA, but I think when it comes down to records, uh, I have the Jazz at one. I like, I like Donovan Mitchell. Uh, and then obviously Lakers two, The big three in Westbrook, James and Davis, just pretty unstoppable on paper. Uh, and then the Suns, I, I love Devin Booker. Um, th- this is a team I think that could possibly upset the Lakers and make another finals run. I like Devin Booker that much, DeAndre Hayden. Um, and then followed up uh, the Clippers. I mean, they got a really good roster, uh, Kawhi, Paul George, um, and then Denver Nuggets at five. Um, I, I I don't know. I like their starting five, but I also that some of them, uh, some of the pieces I don't like. I mean, they got Jokic, so that's why I still got them at five, but I don't know. I, I just didn't like it when uh, they're starting five when I looked at it. And then the Dallas Mavericks at six, you got uh, Luca, I really wanted the Mavericks to be higher, but this is just kind of where I saw it, I saw them fitting. And then Golden State and Portland, are rounded out at the bottom. Um, I, I don't really see them going that, that far in the playoffs. I know, uh, as you said, Colin, the Warriors are going to get Clay back, but I, I just don't see them doing much this year with the amount of talent in the West. So now moving on to Evan.
2: All right, so I won't really slam home uh, the points that you guys made because they were all valid. I agree with most of them. Uh, Utah is my one dominant home team. I uh, I love the roster. Denver's two, again, great coach there. Like Colin pointed out, Jokic, Lakers just the star talent is there. But Frank Vogel, I still don't love, and I just don't really see them like being higher than the three. Uh, obviously, last year they were what the seven. Like, how how are you the seven? I get injury, but like. You can't be the seven with that lineup. Um, Phoenix, I'm not as high on Phoenix as Dan is. I think Phoenix really steps back. I honestly was maybe considering having them, like, more towards six. I thought the Bucks really exploited them in the finals. Uh, once you take Chris Paul out of the equation, like, Booker can't do it all himself, and that's not a knock on Booker. I, I just don't love the team. I don't want to say I don't love the team, but, like, there's better teams there. I probably should have the Clippers above them, but – out of respect for them going to the finals this year, there'll be four uh, Warriors. I don't like Golden State this year. I thought they trended upward down uh, down the stretch last year. Obviously, Steve Kerr's still there, which is which is huge for them. Uh, we'll see about the Wiggins development. If he doesn't play, if he still refuses to get vaccinated, I don't know. They could easily drop down. I think he's a huge part of that team. Uh, Clippers, Kawhi's there um and I've said they lost Virgie Jackson no that's a big loss Dallas Luca to everybody else's point and then Colin said it perfectly you can't rule out Dame Dame's gonna pull some magic I think the and if it's Portland Utah like Dame could put up a fight single-handedly I think so uh those are my top eight in the west
0: um I just want to bring up a quick point uh, I saw it today uh after my classes uh Kyrie Urban was asked something about vaccination status and if he'll be playing home games in Brooklyn. And he didn't, he didn't, he kind of dodged the question, just said, um, like, there'll be a due date for that and uh, like respect my privacy. So it'll be interesting to see if Kyrie Irving is playing home games for Brooklyn or not. Well, he does think the world is flat.
2: Do we think he believes in vaccination?
1: I highly doubt it. I also saw a Stephen A. clip today saying that the Nets should trade Kyrie if he won't get vaccinated.
0: He's a head case.
1: He is, but – He's
0: terrible.
2: I fucking hate him. I don't know
1: who's going to take him. I know. Too much baggage. Yeah. All right. My West –
3: I mean, it looks similar to your guys uh, pretty much. So, I have Utah at one. I think there's no reason to think they wouldn't hold that top spot. They grabbed the white side. He's a good rim protector, and they have Clarkson, former Sixth man of the year. I'm very high on Dallas. I think they'll go as far as Luka takes them, and I think he's one of the best players, if not the best player in the league right now. Uh, So I have high hopes for them. Same with Golden State. I think everyone forgets how good Golden State was when the Splash Brothers were clicking together. So, I mean, it's very dependent on how good Clay is coming back. But if he's anything like his old self, I think they're going to be fucking really good uh lakers at four i mean i feel like that the signing all this for all the signings they made i feel like they're pretty overrated outside of you know westbrook i think people think it makes them a super team they just got a bunch of old fucks um phoenix kind of sucks to put them at five they're just in the finals but i mean it goes to show how stacked the west is um Denver, Jamal Murray, apparently he's progressing well coming back from his injury. So I think him and Jokic will be pretty dominant. I could see them making a deep playoff run, I mean, climbing up the standings. So, I mean, having them at two, Evan, is totally reasonable, I think. Um, Memphis, just love John Morant, love that team. They could miss. I mean, it depends on how Portland does this year. Uh, and I have the Clippers all the way down at eight. It seems like uh, Kawhi's injury is going to take longer to recover than people thought. Um and they choke anyway. <laughs> Fuck it. Paul George is a choker. So they might just slip out entirely. Who knows? One move in the offseason, like I wanted
2: to put Memphis in, Connor. And I totally agree with you. I love Ja Morant. Like the what a loose of is. They traded Valanciunas, yeah. which made no sense to me because of how good he was. Like he would grab like 20 boards a game and really clicked with Ja and then they traded him, and I did not like that move personally. I thought there was there was a good connection there. Obviously, Jaron Jackson develops more. Um, now who do they have? Do they have Bledsoe? Is Bledsoe there? I
1: they got remember. Bledsoe and um, Steven Adams.
2: Okay, so we'll, we'll have to see if Steven Adams can kind of, like, fill that role. If he can, like, I think Memphis Inn is totally reasonable.
1: It would be interesting, but fuck basketball. Uh, let's talk lineup card. What do we got? <laughs> All right. So
2: we got some good ones today, Dan. I know you like these questions, all football. So, uh, here we go. Uh, so over the weekend, like, I think we could all agree the rookie quarterback situation right now is a fucking disaster, just a disaster. I don't think one of them looks particularly good at all. They all look terrible. Um, But which one has been the most disappointing? Uh, Justin Fields really looked bad on Sunday against the Browns. Trevor Lawrence has been awful. Uh, Mac Jones, three picks against the Saints. And another tough one for Zach Wilson. Um, Colin, we'll go to you, Dan, and then Newman, and then myself. So, Colin, who is your most disappointing quarterback through three weeks?
1: I mean, this is a this is a challenging question because when you list off those four names, Justin Fields played the the Cleveland Browns, who I think are going to be in the Super Bowl this year. Uh, I love their defense. They couldn't get a run game going. Uh, he got sacked nine times. Matt Nagy never never did anything to help him out. Like no no play call where he would get out of the pocket. Nothing. They had no offensive ability at all. I feel like you can't really blame fields for that. Yeah. Probably some bad throws, but he didn't throw a pick. The offense was just stagnant. They couldn't get anything going against a good defense and a team that pounded their defense to the ground. Like Cleveland ran all over him. Um, Mac Mac Jones, again, little to no protection in that game. I feel like every play he was getting hit. Yeah. He definitely made some bad throws, but there were some bad drops in there. Yeah. Um, Don't really hate him. I've liked what I've seen so far. Trevor Lawrence has been mostly a disappointment, but then he throws like a 50 yard laser beam to the back corner of the end zone in double coverage. Like he makes great plays. Um, But Zach Wilson's my pick Um, just against the Pats. It was dismal. The problem for Zach Wilson is Zach Wilson. Isn't actually the problem. It's everyone else on the field. The offensive line is atrocious no wide receiver can get any separation, Corey Davis included. He's been bad. Everyone's saying draft Corey Davis and when you leagues look like fucking idiots. Um, the offensive line is just despicable. I mean, Wilson made some really nice plays this weekend that just turned into interceptions or drops because his receivers can't get open. And he's trying to fit a ball where a ball just doesn't fit. Um, so I still like Zach Wilson. He's got a lot of potential. Sorry that was such a long-winded answer. Um, but Zach Wilson was my
2: thing.
0: No, good analysis, Dan. Uh, I'm also gonna go with Zach Wilson. Um, I think when you Colin really went into depth and broke it down, but I think a lot of people are gonna jump the gum and our gun and say Trevor Lawrence. But everyone knows I hate the Jaguars, I hate Urban Meyer. I think he's in a situation where he's set up to fail anyway. So Trevor Lawrence can break like Peyton Manning's interception record. I'm not going to hold that against him. I'm just not. Jacksonville is awful. And at least in jets, I thought we we're going to be a little better like Robert Sala. I thought the roster was going to be good enough where Zach Wilson maybe could start out kind of all right. And then do some things down the stretch. I don't think the jets are going to do anything this year. They kind of, they just look terrible. And Zach Wilson's part of that. So I, I don't know. I, I don't like Zach Wilson right now.
1: I think real quick. Too, um, not to beat a dead horse, but the Jets have absolutely no running game at all. Yes. Which makes it all the more challenging to throw the ball.
3: Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's got to be Zach Wilson. I mean, some of the throws he made in the Pats game were just so questionable that... You, I mean, obviously they're not all on him, but like at least two of those picks were completely on him being just stupid, so... I mean, he's just been a disappointment. They got shut out yesterday. It was pretty bad.
2: Yep. Uh, I agree with all you guys. It's Wilson. Um, Yesterday, again, like Colin pointed out, some of the decisions weren't there. The Pats game was pathetic. Um, And for a guy that actually looked pretty good in the preseason, you got to wonder what happens somewhere in between where the – preseason ended and the regular season started and you got to also think about where his confidence is at. Like, yeah, coaches can talk to him, but he's got to be feeling really shitty about his performance. I mean, to get shut out against Denver, yeah, they got a good defense. And so do the Pats, but like, I can't imagine how he feels today. Um, And I feel bad for Robert Sala as well, because he gets interviews with other teams and then he, he winds up coming in the jets who are a joke and, I don't know Newman did like did the Chargers interview him because like now you look at what Brandon Staley versus Robert Sala and it's like damn like job selection and like picking the job that you kind of want to go for it matters like I don't know who he interviewed with but like it's huge it's a huge representation of uh,
1: well, well Sala of... had to know that this was a this is a, the Jets is a long-term signing they're not they weren't expecting to be that good. The Chargers already had their quarterback. Like, there was so much uncertainty with the Jets. And you look at the roster, even the talent difference, like, is substantial. So, I feel like, yeah, I've, yeah, you can feel bad for Sala. Like, that's embarrassing to be, what, three points and then shut out back-to-back weeks. But they're they're in this for the long term, mm-hmm. I think, in New York.
2: They they've been worse than I thought that they'd be. Me I mean, too. I didn't really have many uh, like hopes for them this year, but they've they've uh, underperformed. Which is
1: but t- I mean, three tough games. Carolina's undefeated. Denver's undefeated, and New England, besides the Saints game, looked decent in their other two games.
2: Yeah, Pat should be two and one anyway. Um, carrying on to our second question, we'll go Newman this time. Um, which team finishes? with the worst record this season uh the jaguars the jets the giants or the lions all sitting at zero and three
3: that's tough holy shit these teams are bad um i don't think it's the lions i feel like you know they gave baltimore a run for their money yesterday i think they'll be in games um i don't know it's got to be probably the jets i mean they're just so pitiful i mean you you saw it, the Jags hang with the Cardinals for a little bit yesterday and the Giants will find a way to win. Um, eventually they have Saquon at Jones has been playing fine. So it's gotta be the Jets. They're just bad in every phase of the, of the game. So I, it's not a good formula for success for them this year.
0: Um, I'm going to go with the Jags. I absolutely hate Urban Meyer and what they're doing. Um, i just have to go with the jags i thought it was going to be detroit but jared goff has shown that he can at least kind of keep them in games i just don't like anything about jacksonville and then they just made that trade uh with the panthers to get rid of cj henderson for like a bag of chips like i don't get it Uh, jacksonville sucks they're gonna have the number one pick again and it's just it's awful
1: yeah the henderson trade was deplorable um I'm taking the Jets here. They've also looked deplorable. Uh, honestly, like top five teams that I've been most impressed with has been the Detroit Lions. Like that roster is disgustingly bad. There's like nothing good about it. Uh, I can't even name a wide receiver on that team. Um, besides Quintus, St. Saint, Saint Brown. Yeah. Cephas. And then like my grandma's playing for them. Goff has been keeping them in games and Dan Campbell. Holy shit. Like. Yeah, the kneecap thing was funny, but like everyone on that team genuinely wants to win every time they step on the field and it shows because they played three fucking good teams. Yeah,
2: yeah, I'm going to go with the Jets as well. Uh, nothing that I've seen so far points to me thinking that they'll win a game. They could not. I wouldn't surprise me if they didn't win a game all year um as far as the lines go i thought jared goff was way over disrespected uh, i think he's actually a good quarterback um many would disagree with me i, uh, I agree like i think he got too much hate with the rams and then the mcveigh relationship went south and then he was shipped out and he got a lot of hate which i don't think was fair uh he's got a real good connection going with tj hawkinson his running backs are really good you can just dump it off to them ma- let them make plays um I think he's in a good system right now. And if they in the offseason can grab weapons and like fix up their defense, I think the Lions could be a good team in, in a few years with Goff under center. He went to a Super Bowl, just wasn't a fan of the disrespect that Jared Goff received uh, by the media and uh, by several people that I know. So uh, I like the Lions a lot. And I agree with you, Colin. I think Dan Campbell is a really good coach and they want to win. Uh, but the Jets suck. <laughs> um, we go we kind of got a different kind of question here. Um if you could start a team with one of the following four players, who are you choosing? So you can get one of these guys on your team. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, uh DeVonte Adams, Derrick Henry or Christian McCaffrey, Colin.
1: Uh this is a tough one for me. Um naturally CMC would be the answer, but he can't stay healthy. Um Henry like yeah, as good as he is. He's a running back and I feel like you can You can find running backs in other places that certainly won't be as good as Derrick Henry, um, but would be serviceable. I'm taking Adams. Um, I know Evan and I have debated Adams Hopkins at length. I wouldn't be surprised if Hopkins was his pick to this question. Um, But I personally just think Adams is the best receiver in the game. The separation he gets the hands. I mean, he never drops the ball. He can run any kind of route. Um, Yeah. I love Adams. He'd be my pick.
0: In. All right. um I'm gonna go with Derrick Henry. Um, and I guess this maybe comes down to my personal way of building a team. I guess my own philosophy of how I'd run an offense. Um, but I just like Derrick Henry downhill, give me three yards, give me four yards of carry. And that's really what I'm looking for. Um, build your pass game off the uh off the run game. And that's just kind of where I'd start. Um I love Devontae Adams. He would have been my second pick, but I think just me personally having that run game uh, to build off everything else is huge. And Derrick Henry does that the best in the NFL. So going
1: Derrick
0: Henry. Connor.
3: Yeah, it's Derrick Henry for me. Like Scully said, McCaffrey can't just stay healthy and Derrick Henry is probably the most physically imposing back we've had in a long time in the league. Um, you see what the titans do they just wear other teams down and then let him loose and he's virtually unstoppable i mean you saw him in the the, sorry to bring it up the playoff game against the patriots he was unstoppable um just punched me in the face i'm sorry but it's a great example i mean he's just so imposing i mean who else is just fucking stiff arming players left and right you saw he trucked darius leonard the other day it was crazy so i would take him in a heartbeat
1: That wasn't a truck, dude. That was like a plow. I mean, he threw him yards. (laughs) He's a beast.
2: It's got to be Henry for me as well. Uh, There's not a player here that I think could take over a game to the extent that Henry can. Saw what he's done in all – like, Newman brought up that game against the Patriots, uh, that game against Baltimore. Even last week against Seattle, just dominated, just took the game over – give him the ball runs clock chunks of yardage. Uh, yeah. Hopkins and Adams are great. And I would love both of them on my team, but it's one guy and you need your quarterback to get them the ball. Uh, so for me, just knowing give the ball to Henry and know that he's going to pick up chunks of yards. Uh, that's huge. And yeah, I think he's one of the best backs in the game. It would be interesting though to see like a C Mac when healthy CMC versus Henry. I think, I think that's an interesting conversation, but, uh, Carrying on here to question four, uh, a little fantasy talk. Who is your fantasy football MVP through the first three weeks of the season? We got Mike Williams, DJ Moore, Cooper Cup, Jamar Chase, or Brandon Cooks. Newman.
3: I mean – Oh, fuck. well for me personally it's brandon cooks because i drafted him but i think overall it would have to be jamar chase i mean i feel like people were joking during all my drafts like oh don't take jamar chase he beats his girlfriend or whatever or he drops balls and i mean he every week he's gone out <laughs> drops and balls beats his
1: girlfriend same thing <laughs> but i mean you see he's proven weekend week hold, out on, that. He hold can... on just so i don't have to cut that obviously not the same thing don't be women but yeah. Thanks for your clarification. Jesus, you Jesus Christ. Just needs to make sure.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, he's proven that he can make it at the NFL level uh, in a crowded offense, too. So,
0: Dan? Uh, I'm going to go with Brandon Cooks uh, for the reason Connor didn't. And it's because I draft him. Um, he's gotten me 18 plus points every week um he's saving my ass in fantasy um and i know this is again kind of more of a personal reason more than i guess a general response but I, he's really the only receiver the texans have um and he's still getting 18 plus points with davis mills as a quarterback like in i don't know he's he's gonna have a good year he's gonna have a great year honestly um and it's got to be Brandon Cooks, I feel. For the situation he's in and what he's doing, it has to be Brandon Cooks, especially where he was even drafted in some ways. Colin,
1: Yeah, uh, I'm taking Cooper Cup. Um, I think he will, out of the guys on this list, he will have the best fantasy year. Um, I would probably bet that he's had the best fantasy year out of the names on this list. He's got six touchdowns. Um, obviously, Matt Stafford loves him. Um they look like unstoppable together. Whenever he gets in the ball cups, making the catch uh, at this base, like Randy Moss's TD record in a season with what was that Brady at 50 and Moss at 20. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could see Stafford and cup doing that this year. That's how good they look. Um, we'll talk about them more on the gridiron, but I took them to beat Tampa felt good when they did. Um, I love Cooper cup. He'd be my MVP.
2: I had a disastrous take about Cooper cup in the preseason. I said, don't draft him. I'm taking Robert Woods over Cooper cup because I don't trust his health. Um, and what a year he's had. I got to go with cup as well. Uh, 10 plus targets in each of the first three games, nine catches the last two weeks, two touchdowns, the last two weeks, he's Stafford's first look every time he's Stafford's go-to deep ball guy, unless it's, you know, Van Jefferson wants a game or Deshaun Jackson last week or this past game. Uh, I love him. I think he could get ten targets. He's got to be a ten target guy every week. Dominant, dominant, dominant player right now. Uh, So for me, it's got to be Cooper Cup um, or the other guys. But shout out Mike Williams. I mean, what a what a year he's had so far. He would have probably been my second choice uh, if I yeah
1: Williams been great. Um, But love what Cooper
2: Cup's done uh, with the Rams so far. Uh, So flipping over to busts, uh, we got. A.J. Brown, Robert Woods, Robbie Anderson, Jonathan Taylor, David Montgomery are the five I listed. Obviously, you can go off the court if you wanted to. Um, Collins, starting with you, who's your boss so far?
1: I mean, all of these guys have sucked big time, but nobody's sucked more big time for me personally than Jonathan Taylor. Um, spent some high draft picks on this guy. He doesn't have a touchdown yet. Fuck you, Jonathan Taylor. I saw he led the
2: league or was tied for the lead, lead league and uh, touches inside the 20-yard line. So shocking he doesn't have a touchdown yet.
1: Yeah, like last week, I think they went to him six times inside the four and he didn't fucking score. Yeah. And then this week, Neem Hines or Naeem Hines, however you say his fucking name, out-touched him like 6-1 in the red zone. Yep. So fuck me and my touchdown looks from Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> Otherwise, he's good for nothing. He doesn't catch a pass. Yeah, Dan. Um, I have no idea
0: what Colin just said because I had to ex- leave the room. But I'm going with Jonathan Taylor.
1: <gasps> <There he is. laughs> We're keeping. Can't do that today. That's the um, intro. That's the intro. That right, is the intro. <laughs>
0: um, but uh, I'm going with Jonathan Taylor. Um. I was kind of worried going into the year that this was going to happen, and that it's just going to be a running back by committee, and I, he was just drafted way too high, it seems. And I have Nike, or I have Hines on my bench. I had no idea how to pronounce. I just went through the, the same
1: struggle way. then. Oh my god, it's yeah. so funny.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but um, I have Hines on my team in fantasy, and it's like he got me. I want to say he at least got me twelve points this week, and it's like if it if that's going to happen, if he's going to take all the pass catching, um snaps in Indy and then he's going to have to split carries with Marlon Mack where's the value so uh, Jonathan Taylor has definitely been the bust uh, given his draft position and also the scarcity of running backs
3: yeah I'll, I'll uh, hop on the train it's been Jonathan Taylor I mean I feel like everyone knew it was going to be a committee and if you spent a first round pick on him I don't know what the fuck you were expecting um gone <laughs> like second, yeah, second I mean, rounder He's had one catch uh, in week three, had one catch in week two. I think if you're expecting him to get catches like he did when Rivers was at the helm, I think you were very mistaken. I mean, his name is Naheem Hines. He's fantastic out of the backfield, so I think they have no reason not to use him. Fuck him. So the volume is just not going to be there for Taylor
1: for what you drafted him at.
2: Mm -hmm. I I mean, hold uh, on.
1: I mean, week one, Taylor did have six catches for 60 yards. So I thought it was gonna go that way, but yo. By the way,
3: fucking Najee Harris, nineteen targets. Holy shit, <laughs> that was crazy. Yep, I have them in crazy. two
2: leagues, and I think I'm gonna lose them both somehow. Um, India
1: today,
3: Newman. I'm coming
2: for you. I, I know. <laughs> Chill out, bro. I know Newman's just gotta <laughs> wait seven more days until he gets the 120 bucks. Go ahead, Dan.
0: Can I just interrupt? Um, so, one of the quarterbacks on our team is a Ohio State fan. He just posted on his story. Uh, they just released their new jerseys for this week. I don't know if it's going to be able to show, but it's basically an all red. And oh, yeah. it looks pretty freaking dope. Uh kind of saw it for see. a second.
1: I saw it for a yeah, second. I don't know. But oh, those you know, are sexy.
0: Yeah, if you look up Ohio State on Instagram, yeah, Those there are you fire. Go.
1: Those are clean. While we're talking about red things, Jonathan India, four for five, four runs, a homer, two RBI, and a steal today. Talk about red hot, baby. Let's go. He love his girlfriend. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. That's crazy. Back to the line. I the interruption, but that was pretty cool. Evan, <laughs> no, was who's good. your bust?
0: Uh, I'm
2: going Robert Woods. Um, drafted him in a league to be my uh, wide receiver, two. I agree with Taylor, like, with the draft position. Um, But I got to go Woods just because I thought that when they brought in Stafford, it would mean like he'd get even more opportunity than he did with Goth there. And now, I mean, now obviously they got Van Jefferson there. They got Deshaun Jackson who's putting up big games. Cooper Cops going to be a wide receiver one all year. Uh, I don't know where this leaves Robert Woods. Uh, Only six targets last week. He only hauled in three catches for 33 yards. Week one, 27 yards receiving. Week two, 64 one touchdown this year. He's been extremely disappointing just because I thought that offense would utilize him more, but instead it's been the Stafford Cup uh, show. And I've seen so many things on Twitter and in and, and that toxic Yahoo fantasy football chat thing that they have. Uh, people are calling Matt Stafford racist for not throwing the ball to Robert Woods and, <laughs> and throwing it to Cooper Cup all the time. Uh, so, yeah, I feel, I feel for Robert Woods. He's just used as a blocker now. I feel bad for him. And I, I don't know why I said, draft him over cup uh, in the preseason. I look like a fucking moron. Um, anyway, all right. A little different question here. Uh, it the most overrated figure in the NFL today. We went kind of, I, I decided to go a little all over the place here. Uh, we got Tony Romo in the broadcast booth, Jamal Adams, Bill Belichick, OBJ, Ezekiel Elliott, and then Al Michaels, um, on the sun on Sunday night football. Uh, Newman, I believe it's your turn to start on this one.
3: Yeah, how dare you put Tony Romo on this list? That guy's amazing. Um, I find him and more. Al Michaels. Al Michaels is awesome too. Shout um, out Al, we love Al. Come on the pod. Um, absolutely. I think it's probably, probably got to be Zeke since his years of being a top running back ended like three years ago and people still seem to think he's good. I mean. Watching, they were on Hard Knocks this year, and they didn't show Tony Pollard once uh, in in all five episodes. It was just Zeke and Dak the whole time, which is ridiculous because Tony Pollard is is as good, if not better, than Zeke at this point. I mean, they're only playing him because they pay him so much fucking money. So Zeke sucks. I mean, watch him go off tonight, but I would expect Pollard to to equal his carries
1: tonight, if anything. Yeah, I'm starting him tonight. I fucking need him, too. How many points do you need
2: from Tony Pollard?
1: I think I actually already won. Uh, It was clubhouse. I started court Daryl Patterson and Tony Pollard. That's a down bad. I wasn't running back.
0: (laughs) Dan. Um, I also Zeke. uh, He's been overrated for a while now. Um, He's just not good. Like I know I said earlier, Derrick Henry getting me the three to four yards to carry. And that's kind of what Zeke does, but Zeke literally only gets three to four yards to carry at least. Derrick Henry has some ability to break away and get you like a 30-yard run, 40-yard run, 50-yard run. Zeke just sucks. Like he's not good. And people think he's good. So I don't know. I had to go with Zeke.
2: Personally, I still think he's got a little left in the tank. Uh we'll see. Yeah, I to get well, get four yards carry every play. <laughs> I mean, you don't have those seasons uh by fluke. I think where he was drafted, I think he's got a lot of talent and uh We'll see. I, I think Tony Pollard, though, is coming for his job, though. So, we'll see.
0: Can we just Tom, say – yeah. I'm just thinking of this real quick because sure. the bonus pot is later. How ridiculous it, is it that he was drafted fourth? Like, just thinking what running back value is now, how the hell was that guy drafted fourth overall?
1: That's crazy. crazy. Like, um, I, mean. I personally agree with Evan. I think Zeke's got some left in the tank. Uh, I can't stand Jamal Adams at all. I can't stand him. Um, He's my most overrated player. Like, I mean, the guys at safety didn't even have a fucking interception last year. And the NFL Instagram, like, pardon my French, but jerks him off. Like he's the second coming of Christ. I mean, I just don't care for Jamal Adams much <laughs> <laughs> or the NFL's Instagram coverage of him. Mm. Um,
2: I went with Al Michaels. Um a it's legend. Respectful. He's a legend. You I listen something listen. else, buddy. Listen, he's a legend. But on the game-winning field goal, come on! You got to have a little more excitement than that. It's a 54-yarder to win for Mason Crosby. Acts like nothing happened. I think his best days are behind him. I get he's a legend. I get he's a legend. But I would like to see maybe Mike Tirico slide in. I don't know. Maybe I would watch more games if Mike Mike Tirico was on the call. But uh, so yeah, Al Michaels might not want to come on the pod anymore now that I said that. So we ruined our chances there. The fuck, um,
1: Evan? Yeah,
2: listen, that's it was just tough. an awful take. I'm I see sorry.
1: Yeah,
2: I like I like broadcasters who get like into the game, like fucking God, Gus like, Johnson, That's Gus job. all the. Games. I like Gus Johnson, like I like the like the excitement from the. Like, did you watch the field goal? Like, dude, not it seemed like nothing happened.
0: I wasn't excited. I picked
2: San Fran to win. Well, I know you weren't, but people that pick Green Bay were. Um. Anyway, yeah, that that might be a cold take, but. I like a little passion uh, in the booth. Um, flipping it over to who's the most underrated figure in the NFL today? We've got Cortland Sutton, Marvin Jones, Brian Burns, Montez Sweat, Kevin Barkhart, or Sean McVeigh. Uh, I forget who's turn it. I think it's Colin's turn,
1: right? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I took Brian Burns. Um, I like him a lot. I feel like nobody ever talks about him kind of like a perennial 10 sack guy for Carolina past few years. Um, super underrated. Their defense looked really good this year, and he's a part of that. So,
0: Yeah, yeah I'd have to also go Brian Burns. Um, I was a little confused with Sean McVay being on the list. Um, I won't lie. I, I feel like he's not underrated. I feel like he's feel maybe like a little overrated.
1: overrated. I thought oh, he was underrated. Well, he's not
0: overrated. He's one of the best coaches in football. I think far. people forget about play callers it. by far.
1: Yeah, but maybe play caller.
0: I'd have to go with Brian Burns. He he's pretty good for Carolina. Um and doesn't get the recognition of one of the best pass rushers. Um still has to prove it, um, being so young, but he he's definitely one of the more underrated guys. <laughs>
3: I gotta, I gotta show some love to my guy Marvin Jones. Uh, He's got two touchdowns already this year, and what has it been a shitty Jacksonville offense? I mean, he had nine touchdowns last year, nine touchdowns the year before that, nine touchdowns in twenty seventeen. He produces, and I feel like no one talks about him. I mean, he was in Detroit, so I feel like no one talks about people in Detroit outside of galladay and Stafford. But he fucking produces year in and year out, and he's gonna be a big part of that Jacksonville offense this year.
2: Yep. I went with Brian Burns as well. I, I talked about him on the gridiron for a bit. Um, really good player. I would take him on my team over Nick Bosa today. I think he's that good.
1: So that's all Health-wise, right yeah, probably me too. Yeah.
2: Just if I was building a team, I would take him.
1: Love there. Marvin Jones, though, Newman. Good shout out there.
2: Yeah, he's, like, been putting up, what, like, 15 points every week in fantasy so far? Like, pretty consistent, like, flex guy if you need one. Um. Anyway, next question, number eight. We got a favorite play from Sunday. I give a few options. Uh, Tucker, obviously, the incredible field goal. Agnew, the what? Uh, I said 101, but it was, what, 109. Yeah. Yard kick six. Aaron Rodgers, what a methodical drive last night. And Mike Williams with the touchdown. Brandon Staley – incredibly aggressive play calling going for it a couple times uh which probably was a good thing considering the the kicking problem that they have there um Newman
3: I mean well I'm not picking it but shout out Brandon Staley for not trotting out the kicker on a 44 yarder or whatever it was because he would have fucking missed I was ready for him to miss um Come, yep. It has to be the, the Tucker field goal. He's the greatest there ever was. I've been saying that since he got into the league uh, undrafted out of Texas. He's a fucking animal. Uh, as it, he's already the most accurate kicker in history. Now he's got the longest kick in history. Don't know what else you really could ask of him. He's won a Super Bowl. I mean, he's been in a Hall of Fame lock for years now. I mean, he's unbelievable. I love him. So I'm going to buy his jersey. I love him that much.
0: Dan? Uh, I'm also going with the Justin Tucker field goal, but Let's I do go. not love Justin Tucker as much as uh Newman is. I'm not hey, Newman's got a dick appointment <laughs> later.
1: Um,
0: I mean, it's just 66 yards, NFL record that's ridiculous. So, and really kind of saves the, the Ravens from losing that game. And I don't know, to lose to Detroit's pretty heartbreaking. So what
1: to play! Yeah, I selected the Tucker one as well, but I was rooting for Detroit. And like, how different would this conversation have gone had Matt Prater hit that sixty-eight yarder? I and mean, nobody would have. I was thinking about the it. same thing. Now yeah. it's a now it's a kick six, but nobody would have given a fuck about Justin Tucker's little measly sixty-six.
2: <laughs> yep, yeah, Tucker for me as well. Uh, what a kick! Newman brought up all the points. He's just that good. Uh, wish the Pats, Adam. And for the last question of the lineup card today, uh, who's your loser of the weekend? Uh, Matt Nagy, Pats offense, Urban Meyer, Lions fans, Zach Wilson, or the Washington football team defense? Start with Newman.
1: Oh, it's Scully's turn, bro. Yeah, it is.
2: Oh, I am an idiot. Go ahead. There
1: are some serious losers on that list. Um, I think all of them
2: are losers. Just
1: def- who's the biggest loser? Definitely losers. I think the biggest loser is Matt Nagy because he's going to be a loser of his job by like week eight if this keeps up. Um, mm-hmm. they're, they're better on paper than they're playing. Uh, I think that defense is better than they're playing. I know they play pretty well, um, but the offense looks like just embarrassing. Embarrassing! It looks like a college offense trying to move on an NFL defense. They just can't get anything going. There's no run game. Uh, there's little creativity. There's no involvement of Allen Robinson, who's by far your biggest weapon on that offense. Um, just everything that you could do wrong, Matt Nagy's doing wrong. Uh, get him the fuck out of there. And last
2: year down the stretch when the Bears were making that push towards the end of the season, it was really David Montgomery and Allen Robinson who were carrying that team towards p- possible playoff contention. And now where the hell are the two of them? Matt Nagy's clearly just forgotten about him, not calling enough plays for, for either of them, which is, it's just sad. Uh, Dan. Urban Meyer. I knew I you would mean. pick him. Listen, I put him on the list. Just so you could pick him.
0: I hate the guy. He's somehow wasting Trevor Lawrence. Like the Jaguars, I get, they suck. Like they at least had success with Gardner Minshew, who was a sixth round pick and you now have the number one overall pick in Trevor Lawrence, and you suck. Like, he's done a terrible job at building this roster. He's done a terrible job on game day as a coach. He's awful. You had a lead against the the Cardinals, and then you freaking blow it. Like, you suck.
2: (laughs) Powerful message. Uh, Connor, go ahead. Uh,
3: It's Washington defense for me because, holy shit, what the fuck happened to them this year? And also because I was forced to play them this week thinking, oh, you know, they might get a couple sacks. And they uh, responded by giving me negative three and putting me in a tough spot tonight. So
1: I got negative eight in two
3: leagues from them. Oh, God. Yeah, they fucking like I, I am going to drop them next week. I don't care who the fuck they're playing. They're just not even worth it at this point. It's pretty bad.
2: Now it's quite surprising considering they brought in William Jackson from Cincinnati. And did they bring in four? Was four already there last year? I can't Fuller remember. Was there. He was
3: there. He was already
2: there. He was there. Okay, but they made like adds to the defense. They drafted Davis. Thank you. They, they 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 drafted Davis. So they had a couple pretty big additions right there. I don't know what's happened to them. They're my pick as well. Easy drop in fantasy. I just don't know what is going on there. I don't know what's going on. So I obviously had them in the playoffs thinking the defense would be what it was last year. It's clearly not going to be Fitz is out. So I have some playoff bracket edits coming up uh, from myself on the gridiron show Wednesday. Got to get them out of there. Uh, they look fucking awful.
1: So, yeah, we'll see. Time, time for Newman's rant. Yep. Oh, yes. Whenever you're ready, sir. Okay, I
3: started it. So, all right. Let me set the scene for you. Uh, this is a fantasy rant. Um, your team your team goes off because you drafted <laughs> well and you've played the waiver wire well. But it doesn't fucking matter because the guy you play uh, just put up the most points in the week. Even though you put up the second most points in the week, uh, it doesn't fucking matter because you go 0-1 like I'm doing this week. <laughs> and in hockey, I lost... I think I played the top score seven of the 16 weeks and missed the playoffs. It was fucking ridiculous. Um, I don't really know how to solve this problem because it just keeps happening to me. I've seen leagues where you, you gain an additional win if you beat like the, the average score, which I think is a cool concept that might help some people out, but I think it's the bad luck of me just like putting up 150 points and then going up against this guy's entire team who each of his players put up 20, like, I, like if i can pull up the team right now i'll fucking stafford 33 henry 20 madison 23 metcalf 25 chase 22 like how do i fucking compete with that it's ridiculous <laughs> i'm about to put up 150 it'd be the second highest score this week i would literally beat any other team in the league uh Is that our league yeah i had cooks 24 <laughs> i mean herbert 30 eckler 23 like i'm probably not going to get this production ever again and it won't yes. fucking matter because I will go 0 and 1 because and- <laughs> of this fucking my badass luck.
2: And then Robert Tunyon gets 16 last week
1: to beat you. And then he man, gets, gets
3: 1.6 this week. <laughs> One target this
2: week.
1: Just ridiculous. Good rant, Newman.
2: I Just shafted my luck. Bad luck,
3: man. Hey, I- fantasy is still fun, though. That's it okay. is.
2: It is. We love it.
3: I could still win. I need CD Lamb to get 26. <laughs>
1: doable roll,
2: roll cowboys
3: roll cowboys
2: um real quick i just wanted to say yes i have a few a, a couple playoff uh changes i want to make to my bracket that i had and then i also have to admit something on wednesday that took me three weeks to admit and at least i swallow my pride and i can do it
3: it's about the panthers finally no oh,
0: so it's going be a freaking ram's take being nine and eight
3: Oh, that's true.
0: We'll get I do another. want
3: to uh, – before we wrap up, Devin, I was I was doing my NFL power rankings today, and I, I sent them to Dan, and then I was curious. So I went and looked at, like, the ones on the internet. And, you know, the Panthers were a consistent 14, 15, 16 team. I I just want believe you to it. know that. I was on Snapchat the other day
2: after week two, and I'm scrolling through. I'm like, all right, when are the Panthers going to come up? 18. 18. They're number 18. I can't believe that.
3: That's because people 40. don't just look at the
1: records, bro.
2: Listen, they're a good team. They're three they, and zero, dude.
1: They've played the Jets and the Texans.
2: Listen, listen, They're
1: in my top ten, Evan, but they're nowhere near four. I mean, you're on. They're not in my top ten. You're on drugs.
2: <laughs> we'll see.
1: All um, right, that about wraps up the pod. Yeah. Um, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week. Peace. Peace. Later. Put your away no fear today. You can drive off towards that summertime sunset. Sweat what you ain't done yet. Take the keys, leave the regrets. Write your letters, place your bets. I'll be the one who accepts.